0: What's up, fellas? I'm back at it. Um, Yeah, for this one, I really wanted to bring up perfection, which is an interesting concept um, that I feel like people don't really understand or have a lot of faith in or believe in, which there's a lot of damage that can be done when we don't believe that perfection is possible. Now, before you emotionally close down to what I'm about to talk about, um, let me first describe what I mean by perfection because that's important to realize because, you know, can we be perfect at the piano? I don't think so. I don't think that's possible. I think there's an infinite learning curve and a new level of mastery that can always be stretched. And so that's not what I mean by perfection. I also don't mean perfection with our bodies or biology, which actually, interestingly enough, I'm actually going to slowly take that back because I do believe our bodies can function perfectly and to be 100% perfectly um, uh, proportionate. Um, But that only happens when real perfection happens in the way that God sees perfection. And that is perfection in love. <clears throat> and that is the only perfection worth attaining. But perfection also doesn't mean that um, growth has stopped. That's not the end. Actually, how I feel about it is perfection is actually the beginning. <laughs> And again, when I say perfection, I am, every time I say it, I am talking about perfection and love. And well, why I believe that perfection is possible is right now, learning, taking action, improving ourselves, making change. There's feelings that we have to feel in order to get to the new state condition or whatever. There's always, there's pain and suffering that we have to feel through in order to make those changes. Because it's the pain and suffering that was in the way of us making the change in the first place. So right now making change involves this process that actually includes feeling pain, suffering, um, emotions, uh, uh, negative things in order to get to the positive things, which is interesting. It's about letting go. It's not that. Change results in pain and suffering. It's that when we make change, we find out why we didn't make that change before, and that's because of pain and suffering that already pre exists inside of ourselves, which is interesting. Now, I was having a conversation with uh, someone close to my life, uh, I won't state who, and uh, pretty much she was stating the logic that most people state, which is you know, you gotta see that no one's perfect. I'm like, yes, that is true. Uh, but no one can be perfect is what she carried on to say. And that's, there's a big issue with that because what I feel the potential in when not believing in the truth that perfection is possible is it gives people a cop out. So, you know, say someone's being an asshole and he's like, yeah, I'm an asshole. I am perfect and uses... I am not perfect as an excuse not to self-reflect as to why he's being an asshole. Because the truth is, he's not being an asshole because he's not perfect. He's being an asshole because he's choosing to be an asshole. So, in a way, we can use that argument to take away responsibility from something that is our responsibility and is capable of being corrected. So... That's an issue, isn't it? So I guess the question is, how do you reach perfection? (laughs) Well, since perfection has to do with perfection and love, that means we have to be willing to go through the re-education or education in love, which leads to a conversation about, well, what gets us there? Well, there's few fundamental principles that we need to understand that that can get us there. And it's, it's not anything you need to pay for something that I want to mention is it's not the secret to becoming more loving person is not hidden in a $3,000 program Mm -hmm. or really expensive life coach. It's just fundamental principles that maybe we have not been educated in yet that gets us there. Now, the education in in love process can look very messy. That's why a lot of us don't like to go through it. Because most of us want to seek pleasure. We do not want to go through the process of feeling pain. And that is actually part of the process of getting our education in love. So first principle, or quality, is humility. Humility is the first one. And humility, I'm defining it, I'm going to define it in case you guys have different definitions, because I probably have a different definition than you guys, but this is the definition that I believe God has for humility, um, or feel God has for humility. So the definition is a passionate, longing, And desire a passionate longing and desire to feel absolutely every feeling and emotion inside of ourselves good or bad and that's last part's pretty key so is the first part and I'll and I'll say why so good or bad a lot of us are all right with feeling good emotions some of us are even not all right with feeling good emotions but most of us, I'd say all of us, are highly resistant to feeling the bad ones. We feel like we're doing something wrong when we're feeling the bad emotions, instead of getting curious as to where is this bad emotion coming from? Or where did it come, yeah, where did it originate? Is it something I am holding on to? Or is it something that's being created? What's going on? And that's the process of feeling through the pain and suffering that we are feeling. All right now, the first part of that definition is really important too because it's the passionate longing and desire to feel, not the begrudging or half assed or <laughs> fine, I'll do it type of feeling. Now, it's all right if we're not at that level, but that definition of humility is sort of the standard, or maybe better to say, the goal to feel that way. And any progression towards that definition is an improvement in our humility. And so it's great to know where we are on that scale and in relationship to that definition. Do we feel passionate and desirous to feel our negative emotions? Now what what could create that state, which is really important to understand, is seeing, is is coming to realize the value in feeling it. That is usually the only way you can get to a state where you desire to do something is to feel or understand, even at the intellectual uh, uh, <clears throat> intellectual place, that it's a valuable thing to partake in. <clears throat> so what are the values of feeling your bad emotions? Well, the funny thing about bad emotions is, well, they take up space in our soul. And while we resist them, it constricts the energetic systems of our body. So it constricts our soul. So it literally constricts our capacity to experience life. Because if it's constricting our energetic capacity and our soul, well, that's us. So we're constricting ourselves. Um, So it obstructs our ability to experience life fully. Now, also, where pain and suffering exists also means where a lack of truth exists in our bodies, in our soul. And where we have a lack of truth, that's exactly where we have not had an education in love. Or where we have no idea what love is in that area of our life. Because where the education of love could go, there's already pain and suffering taking up the space where that education can happen. And so while we resist our emotions we do not allow the education and love and truth to happen in that area of life for the time that we resist it. Now, any pain that is resisted, denied, or suppressed instantly from that moment on that it's not felt in the instant that it's not felt and resisted and denied, it turns straight into suffering. So you can see, this is actually quite a valuable thing to know every person on the planet and how much this information can help us to know why we feel the way that we do. Now another problem is that we've desensitized ourselves to our pain. So a lot of us don't even think we're in as much pain as we really are until big events happen or a breakup happens or someone gets mad at us or we get humiliated or we mess up in life or we reach a crossroads in life, then we start to feel the pain and suffering that we've already had in our bodies and souls, but it took an event to have it be revealed. And what I'm suggesting is to not have to wait for the event, because it's a choice that we can make to actually sensitize ourselves to our pain and suffering so that bad events don't have to happen, but more positive events can. And that's another one of the benefits of actually feeling through our pain and suffering is we give space for positive events to happen, which is also part of the re-education. The re-education and the benefits of feeling through our pain and suffering is feeling the rewards of doing it because there are mathematical equations that govern the, the reward that we get when we make a decision to do the loving thing, which is to feel our pain and suffering and all of our emotions. The equation states every time you do that, you get positive results (laughs) and you get rewards. And that means better attractions in our life, better mirroring, and more education in love. So when we grow in love, we optimize our soul's functioning, which means we optimize our spirit body's functioning and then our physical body's functioning. So there's huge benefits to doing this process which means different parts of our bodies will begin to heal that were once dysfunctional. Um, We will perceive the world entirely different. The filters in which we experience life and others and ourselves will be different, clearer, without mud on it. And we have the opportunity to feel love, which is the most enjoyable feeling on the planet. And it's in that place that we actually have the greatest opportunity to grow our relationship with God, if that is something that we're interested in. I don't know why anyone would not want to be interested in that, but a lot of people have the reasons. (laughs) Um, Yeah, a passionate longing and desire to feel one's emotions. Now, I can cover other principles too. So one is a passionate longing and desire for God's love or to know the truth about love. One way takes you away from the divine love path and one way keeps you developing love as the natural man and woman. Now that may sound confusing. I'll do another podcast describing what I mean by that. Pretty much at its core, there's two paths that a soul can take in its development and both leads to more joy and happiness, but one does it better, (laughs) like a lot better. Uh, But there's Nothing wrong with doing either. So it doesn't make us a better soul, meaning like it doesn't make us more worthy or better than another soul as far as superiority, inferiority goes, but it just is faster and more effective because doing it the divine love way includes God, which means we get the education in love by receiving God's love. And you receive God's love by making space for love to enter and the way to get to make space and to get into a state where you can receive love it means you have to be in a state of truth and the way to get into a state of truth is to release everything that is untrue inside of our soul and everything that's untrue inside of our soul shows up as pain suffering negative emotions grief anger all these other things fascinating And so one way is to still do the letting go process, the feeling process, the, you know, gathering truth process, but not including God in the equation where we just develop our own natural love capacity. But the divine love way, uh, God pretty much stretches our soul in order to, well, every time we receive his love, it stretches our soul into a new substance now, which includes, yeah, his love, which is divine. Um, and it's only then that we can actually, you know, a lot of people say we all have the divine spark or we like, none of that's actually really true. Um, having a spark of the divine or a piece of the divine inside of us is a choice that we get to make. And it's a choice that's to, uh, available to all of us. And there's someone who you can be perfected in God's love, meaning you can get to a state where you're only filled with God's love and no error or pain and suffering whatsoever. And that's when the process of learning and growth ceases to include any pain and suffering. But it's just a joyful process all the way through towards infinity because God's infinite in nature. Yeah, pretty um, appealing path, if if I could say so myself. (laughs) But it does require again, that passionate desire to feel uh, and be overwhelmed by feelings, because since God is an infinite being, feeling his love and his feelings is insanely overwhelming, emotionally, like insanely overwhelming. (laughs) That process is gnarly. And I'll do another episode about receiving God's love too, and my experience with it, and how others can do the same experiment. So When we do these things like develop a desire for God's love or an education in love, desire to be more loving and to know the truth about love, that also includes the third principle, which is a passionate longing and desire for God's truth about all matters, about every subject, a passionate longing and desire for his truth about everything, not what we want to be the truth that serves our addictions or our lack of desire to change, but I mean like God's truth on absolutely everything. And the only way to get an education in that is to be humble, to let go of absolutely everything inside of our soul and be willing to become a blank slate for the education to happen. Gnarly. Let me just make sure I'm still recording here. Okay, cool. And. <clears throat> Yeah, so a development, all these things. What they do is they actually shift the soul to actually start utilizing its gifts that God created as a part of the soul. Like functions open up in the soul to actually start receiving more truth. One of those things is called the conscience. I'm not prepared to talk about that at the moment. I'll do another podcast about it. But just developing these desires open up our soul. I mean, it literally opens up our soul and our heart to, in our different parts of our soul, to receive truth. Truth, yeah. And truth is the prerequisite for love. So, truth is actually one of the most important ones, actually. They're all very important, but truth uh, is exceptionally important because it's the prerequisite. We have to be in a state of truth in order to get an education of love gnarly, gnarly thought. And the way to get into a state of truth is to be humble. So humility is the third pillar. They're all, all three of them are very, very important. Um, Yeah. This is kind of, I guess, in a really cool way, somewhat of an introduction to somebody who may have no idea what I'm talking about when I talk about doing emotional work and the benefits of it or why I'm talking about it, like why is there any value to it? This is actually a pretty good explanation as to the value of it. And so you, you will function differently in the world when you start developing these desires. Your attraction will, as they say, maybe ramp up. I don't know if that's the best way to describe it, but you'll start to receive more truth. And the more you desire truth sincerely, not insincerely, the more you receive it. And then your education in love begins then. Now, one of the things I noticed is a lot of our education in love at the beginning is more about what love isn't because more of us, more of our souls on the planet, every individual, has more unloving things in it than it does loving. Not, and we're not completely void of, of, of love inside of our soul. A lot of us, we have good things and we have bad things inside of our soul. And... Um, yeah, so it's going through, almost a, a a a reverse engineering of of how we've believed love to be. Right, so it's like letting. I mean, one of the biggest blocks too that I've found for myself is um, arrogance. Uh, superiority and inferiority are some of our biggest blocks to receiving direct truth from from God or from the laws that he's put in place in the universe for our enjoyment. Yeah. So, yeah, you can see that not having a belief in perfection is quite damaging, actually. It can cause a lot of harm. It can allow us to justify our actions or, you know, yeah, minimize the importance of us making a change in our lives and it's like such a, an excuse not to make a change. It's much more effective to have faith in perfection. Now, I'm going to do another podcast about the word faith because that's a big trigger word for a lot of people. And I have a pretty cool definition of it <clears throat> that, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I even feel weird sometimes saying the word faith. So I obviously I have more work to do there, but in a nutshell, faith is a fact. It's actually not blind faith actually blind faith is actually worthless to have (laughs) it's one of the most worthless things to have because real faith is something that is actually created and developed inside of the soul that affects every single thing that we do it's one of the most powerful things that we can ever develop inside of ourselves and the faith is actually created from facts and facts are only created from experiences So really, the best way to create faith is to have experiences. That's what's so dope about this process is it's all experiential. You do not have to blindly believe anything. And actually, if you do blindly believe anything, you're not doing yourself service and you're not doing the teacher that you're learning from a service either, because the goal is to have the faith inside of your soul. All I'm doing is expressing the faith that already exists inside of mine. But it doesn't do you any good to just believe it. It, do, it does way better for you to do experiments to feel whether it's true inside of yourself. And that's the p- process of prayer as well. You can have communion and conversations with God. If you don't want to, you can still have a conversation with whoever the hell you want. <coughs> Bless me. I imagine you could do the same with your spirit guides. Even if you don't believe in those, even the process of just laying in your bed and praying about this and opening up your soul and getting curious about the things that I'm talking about, you will start having experiences. I can guarantee that when you do it sincerely and if you're not having experiences of it yet, then you're not sincere yet and that's okay. It just lets you know where you're at in the process. So yes, faith is based off of facts and experiences facts are only created from experiences so faith is not blind it's one of the most powerful things you can ever develop in yourself and it it requires taking action emotional action experimentation so I guess what I'm suggesting is that it's highly beneficial to experiment with your feelings and your emotions which is actually our soul funny enough And so that process can be very hard, actually. At the beginning, it's the most hard. Now, a lot of people have a a lot of really gnarly, great experiences when they first start. But then it starts getting hard again. And there's a lot of reasons for that. We can talk about that if anyone's stuck there. But that is what's going on. But yeah, it could be hard. We have a lot of disbelief and probably everything that I'm saying. A lot of resistances. But some of us feel like maybe we've tried it all. So maybe everything that I'm saying is freaking super exciting for you. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. I think this is pretty good. 24 minutes. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else I'm going to talk about. Hope you guys find value in this feel free to reach out. I'm very open to engagement and uh, questions and all that sort of good stuff. Um, And yeah, you don't have to worry about me asking you for money. (laughs) I don't think it's quite fair or loving or right to charge for something that someone may desire. Someone wants to be a better person. I don't think it's great to charge them $3,000 to join a program to learn about their own soul. Um, it was a free gift that was given to me and I want it to be a free gift that's given to you guys. Um, now I do have a a donation aspect to it, but that's all like, there is a way to donate to me if you, if you feel so inclined to, but it's a hundred percent not required whatsoever. I'm perfectly happy with not receiving any, but when I do receive it, um, I get to do this more often and, uh, I get to do it more full time. And, uh, Ideally, my desire is to do it full-time, but that, you know, requires a certain amount of donations, and so if I'm not reaching that, then I go get a job, and then I have less time to do this, (laughs) and that's perfectly fine as well, because there are places that I'm willing to work at, so that's cool. Um, Anyways, truth seekers, I will talk to you again. Another time when I'm inspired. Appreciate you listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. uh, I wanted to add real quickly on the end of this podcast, kind of go back to perfection because a lot of people, including myself, have had gnarly issues with perfection. Meaning now the only time a desire for perfection becomes damaging, which is how most of us experience it, is when there's a judgment about not being perfect. When we have an aversion to not being perfect, that's when a desire to become perfect becomes a problem because we're not accepting where we're at, and accepting where we're at is loving. Now, the only reason why we would have an aversion or judge ourselves for not being perfect is because one, we were probably maybe taught that being perfect wasn't okay in our childhood, but also there are feelings associated with making mistakes that we may have a high aversion to wanting to feel. And so, if we could just be willing and desirous to feel the feelings that come about with making mistakes and correcting those belief systems and whatnot, then a desire to become perfect ceases to be damaging to ourselves and other people. But it just becomes a pursuit that fuels us, a, a, like a, a a put like a possible destinational pursuit for us to chase. And to grow towards and perfection it does become damaging when we when we when we judge the opposite imperfection which all of us are at the moment most of us are um, and so we can cause a lot of damage to other people and ourselves when we have judgments about our imperfections <clears throat> and that's that's part of the education and love process so yeah thought i'd add that real quick thanks guys bye